If someone asked you, hey, what are you really good at? My guess is that you might stop and think for a little bit. It might even be a struggle trying to figure out what you're really good at. However, if I said, what were you really good at in middle school or high school? What was the thing that you were really passionate about? I bet it'd be a lot easier to answer. And guess what? That's where we're going today. Wake the faith up, Slayer Garth Heckman, David Alliance. How you doing? Hope you're having a great week. Hey, any of my listeners out there, if you are handling or shooting a Marlin 4570, let me know what you think of that gun. I'm, I'm intrigued if, it, if I want to get that or the 444 Magnum, and I'm sure ammo's harder to get in that cartridge, but I just love to know how it handles. And maybe you could uh, come meet me somewhere at my church where we have a shooting range and we could test it out. Just saying. Okay, maybe not. Hey, we're brought to you by MingleMateMary.com, podcast, YouTube, and website for the perfect marriage or relationship material and swag. If you mingle, mate, date, or marry, check out MingleMateMary.com. And today, let's just jump into it. I I was reading something yesterday morning, and it kind of hit me. It got me thinking about something, and I've I've read a lot on this topic, and it could literally be a a week-long podcast, and I don't mean for it to be, but... Let me start out by asking you a question. What were you really good at growing up? I mean, like in middle school and high school. Or maybe it was just something you were passionate about. It took up maybe most of the space in your head, or it's what you spent your time as a hobby on, or I don't know. Look, I was not the best student in middle school and high school, and at that time I thought I probably wouldn't be that successful in life or have any real opportunities compared to what the world called success because I thought, well, that that came down to your grade point average, right? That was everything. And I don't remember what I got on my SAT or ACT, but I remember it was dismal. I don't even know that I finished it, but when it came to having success anyway, I thought it was all about how smart you were. But what was I good at? Well, I was good at speaking. I was never afraid of a crowd or speaking or performing in front of a crowd. I whether it was with a guitar or acting or giving a speech, I was always the first one to raise my hand. Yeah, I was that kid. But another thing I was really, really good at was was pain. Yeah, pain, like when you break your arm or crack your head. I would, I don't know, I would not have worded it that way as a kid, but looking back now I realized I was just good at putting up with or, or embracing pain, I guess. Sure, when I was young, I I used this superpower for things that mattered to me, like skateboarding. I went to the uh, Madison Capitol one afternoon with four or five of my friends skateboarding, and it took me about 10 tries, but I jumped the whole flight of stairs, ollied it from top to bottom, but it took about nine times of just crushing myself doing it. Came home a bloody mess, and in fact, my parents, they they, uh, grounded me from my skateboard for a couple weeks. And I'm here to confess, Dad, if you're listening, I just skated on Pele's extra skateboard. So, But anyway, uh, I was able to take pain. Uh, I, I loved to water ski. And there was a lot of pummeling in water skiing. I, I got a, a concussion. I, I popped my eardrum. I, uh, and then there was just, you know, my, my just, I don't know, maybe addiction to weightlifting because I'm still addicted to it. And then along with that, the ability to take pain, I. I didn't care what people thought of me. 
I was able to not only put up with peer pressure, but actually mock those who try to use it against me. I remember once at a high school party, somebody handed me a beer, and I threw it into the fire. And they were, oh, they couldn't believe it. Oh. I remember a girl in my senior year in high school, the last few weeks before we graduated, she came up to me. She was one of the more popular girls. She said, I heard that you're a virgin. I said, yeah. And that you're not going to have sex until marriage. I said, yeah. And she made fun of me. And I remember turning around and mocking her for having sex before marriage because she lacked the fortitude and folded under peer pressure. I said, yeah, now you sold your soul to some emptiness, to some experience. I said, what a great gift to give your future husband. Yeah, you weren't as important enough to save your vision. I mean, you couldn't, you couldn't get me to bend on peer pressure. There's something about my personality or my psyche. I could just take pain. Now, I'm not trying to brag. I'm going somewhere. But this superpower was how I was going to make a life for myself. It's how I made my ministry. It's how I made my family. It's how I made my businesses. You know, when you plant a church, and I've planted three, you need to be able to take pain. When you're a pastor, you be able to take pain. When, when you're married and, and your wife has got all kinds of uh, issues from growing up in a dysfunctional house, you need to know how to take pain. My question is this, what were you good at at the age of 12 to 20? What did you really succeed at, and, and how are you using that in your daily life today? A study after study shows that what you were into in middle school, high school, is in some way what you should be doing now. Maybe you were great at building models, and now you're an engineer, or maybe you love talking in class or listening to others' problems, and now you're a teacher or a counselor. But, but beyond that, I'll ask you again, what are you good at? We all took on different person, uh, personas growing up, some for survival, some due to peer pressure, and some more due to our personality. My wife, for example, uh, she don't need nobody. She don't need nobody, not a single person. And it's become a strength of her. She grew up in a messed up family with a, a number of dads. She had to fend for herself. She had to learn to compartmentalize and focus on self-preservation. She grew up during high school having to buy her own clothes, makeup, car insurance, gas money, money for school activities. Maybe you were good at not giving up even after falling and failing and failing and falling. Maybe you were good at being alone as a kid. Maybe you were good at befriending the nobodies. Maybe you were good at scheduling time for extra study because you weren't a natural student. Whatever it was, good or bad, use it today in life. Genesis 50:20. Joseph said it best when he said, what was bad in my life, God used for good. And even more clear, Paul says in 2 Timothy 1.6, this is why I remind you to fan into flames the spiritual gift God gave you when I laid my hands on you. That word fan into flames means rekindle, relight, to gain strength. And the word gift is the spirit-empowered service to the church to carry out his plan for his people. What are the things in your past that you were good at that need to be fanned back into flames, that need to be rekindled, relit, so that you can again use that gift, that superpower, as a spirit-empowered superpower to serve God. So again, what are you good at? Maybe it's time to ask God to rekindle that, to light it up for Him, and watch it change the kingdom. Garth Heckman, David Alliance, keep slaying giants.